Hi, and welcome to Filthy Loose, where we go to your house and tell you how filthy it is with a vague ranking system. <laughs> I would say this one is about an olive. What? <laughs> My house is ranked as an olive in its About system. as tidy as an olive, if you know what I mean. I love it. Oh my god. Is it because it's stuffed? Ooh, maybe. Am I pimento? Again, it's vague, so you don't know. It is a vague <laughs> ranking system. <laughs> a loose ranking of your filth. I love Jay. <laughs> that is beautiful. I'm Jay. Hi, Jay. I'm Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Chloe. I'm Chloe, yes. Hi, Chol. Sometimes I'm Chol. <laughs> Sometimes you're Chol Bowl. Because people don't know how to spell. Sometimes yes. I'm Jameson, but only when other people are angry at me. Hashtag me. Jameson Oliver. <laughs> Your fake name that I made. Yeah, I like it. Everyone has a fake name on this podcast. I've made them all so I can yell at them like a mother who doesn't. What's your fake it's name? It's not for anonymity's sake. It's just how Sam talks to us. That's just how I can express yeah. my anger. I'm like, put that down, Jameson Oliver. Anyway, it's Sam's turn for her topic, but she's <laughs> dead, so I am going to sing, sing to you for the next 40 minutes. She died so quietly two <laughs> seconds ago. Um, this episode is uh, my turn to bring this, the subject forward, and um, spoiler alert, no surprise to anyone, I picked another Hispanic Texan folklore into it. <laughs> Jesus, we get it. You're brown. <laughs> God. Shut up. <laughs> I'm as brown as it comes. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm pretty pale for my brownness. But it's called La Lechuza, which translates to owl. It's bar, it's bar yeah. owl. Makes so I owl. was right. Because Jay walked in while I was typing up my my like my paragraph sneaky, stuff. Sneaky, sneaky. I didn't know. He saw a big photo of an owl. I don't know I was- if we've shared this with you guys, uh, creepers, but... Usually we try to keep our topics kind of secret from each other or at least kind of tell each other the general subject, yeah. but nothing about it. So uh, I, I had no idea what Sam was going to talk about. I like the unveiling process. I like yeah. bringing something that I know you guys don't know anything about and be like, ha ha let me horrify you in this new way. And I like yeah. being right because I always predict it like the time I accurately predicted clowns. Ugh, or like, yeah, like- you totally <laughs> accurately predicted clowns. <laughs> But we um. did learn something about you then. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is a Mexican, specifically northern Mexican and Texas folklore that has been reoccurring for centuries. And this is like the local cryptic. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Like how in they have Mothman and the San Francisco Nightcrawlers. Like there's specific to the area folklore this one is specific to the area of texas and northern mexico sorry the reason i'm smiling so hard is because i want to get a cryptoid uh tattooed on me Eh, i love cryptoids so much i love the um, san francisco nightcrawlers i think they're the best i don't know what's happening it's okay we'll we'll eventually bring (laughs) it around that's what i love about you being on this podcast is like you don't know as much of the stuff that yeah, you two are into a lot of things that I know nothing about. And it makes me just like 
sing in my heart when I'm like, let me just destroy something for you. Yeah. Destroy. I think cryptoids are cool and I think Chloe would be into them. What's oh cryptoid? my God, yes. Because uh, they're is like. It relevant to what you're going to talk about? That's what it is, basically. It's okay, like, can you explain? So, a cryptoid, from one, my understanding of it, is basically an urban legend sort of monster that is relevant in a certain area like you'll mm. hear about a certain like the Loch Ness oh, like monster the, yeah, to exactly Scotland and that okay. kind of stuff or that like um Ma- Mothman is very strong in the Jersey area <laughs> or the know new that or New Jersey Devil is also yeah. another one or like Sasquatch yeah but Sasquatch like travels in different areas there's certain ones that are just in one area S- Sasquatch does but like it's very common in uh and know. the relative of Sasquatch is an abominable snowman that's only in cold areas. So uh, yeah. Sasquatch is only in warmer areas that with woodlands and Yeah, I, I remember seeing a few things about it in Oregon. It's not exactly a warm area, but it's very wooded. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so La Lechuza is strong in the Mexican states of Chihuahua, Durango, Nuevo... I'm sorry. This is going to come off so insensitive. And please edit this out. There's a state called Chihuahua. Okay. Thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. There's also a state called Tabasco. Yes, correct. I hate that. They were named first. And yeah. then the dogs and the hot sauce came later. It's because, um, <laughs> like, there's a lot of... Um, they were named before the things They were we named know. before, and then people grabbed things or tried to use the, the localization of Mexico to sell it. So, um, Mexican states of Chihuahua, Durango, Nuevo León, and Tamalupas. And on the American side... Uh, is like areas near the Rio Grande are like the stomping grounds of this particular creature. Like El Paso? Yes, exactly like El Paso. Like that's why I know this story. There's many different types of uh, descriptions and stories that link to the reason why La Lechuza is a real thing, quote unquote. Um, Some say that La Lechuza um, snatches kids because her own kids were killed by an angry villagers for a crime she didn't commit. And some say that uh, one of her children was killed by a drunk, and now Lechuza enacts a vengeance by hanging around bars, waiting until closing time to attack bar patrons who stumble into the street after hours, not knowing the danger from the sky is about to rain down on them. Did I miss something? Did you explain that this is a person? No, not yet. Okay. The more known version, the one, at least the one that I also know from when I was a kid, goes like this. <clears throat> According to legend... The very first Lechuza was a witch who sold her soul to Satan for witchy powers. Use your witchy powers. <laughs> no? Just me? Okay. I don't know. Was that a reference to something? Oh, it was just making a joke about Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah. It's your voice. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds like Nacho Libre. But I didn't remember that it was part. supposed to be like your, your eagle powers. But like, oh, okay. I've never <laughs> that's watched That's what I thought of. But then I was like, if it's not Nacho Libre, that's going to sound really racist. <laughs> <if> I <say. laughs> no, I said it especially because I know that powers. we... Yeah, because we both enjoy Nacho Libre. And that is I've, a crazy lady. Yes. <laughs> I've never watched Nacho Libre, but I'm going to be very honest. I don't like stupid comedies. It's like, fine. You don't have to watch it, but just know that I... Um, love it. I do love it because it's just it's a it's satire on my culture. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, yes, anything that it makes fun of Mexicans, but like Mexicans are involved in the making fun of. I'm like, yeah. But I love of- Jack Black and Tenacious D. I'll say that. I, I think love you, Jack I think you'd too. like parts of it. Parts of it are really really dumb, but like if you like Jack Black, there's still some there's a lot of fun to get out of. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. <clears throat> Let me start that again. According to legend, the first Lechuza was a witch who sold her soul to Satan for witchy powers. That's why I went witchy powers. Or in general was practicing devil's magic. And then the townsfolk found out and murdered her for it. As you do. And as for revenge, which there always is revenge, she came back as a bird. (laughs) (laughs) But not just any bird. A giant bird. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That actually Lechuza was able to do because one of the many things of her witchy power she got from Satan was the power and the ability to shapeshift. I love how in current culture and media that we take any like paganism element, uh, elements or like spell casting elements or even voodoo elements and paint them in such a negative light mm-hmm. that it's like powers by Satan, which is not really the origins of the whole magic casting type of stuff. As, as most people who probably know me in my personal life, I am very into the natural powers that be and... So whenever I read these stories from, it's always like, the devil powers that she got from selling her soul. And I'm like, oh, no. Very unlikely. The devil doesn't hand out. And it's just because it's a Christian culture that goes by Christian beliefs. It's because of our Puritan roots specifically. Yeah. And and in Mexico, Catholic roots. Mm -hmm. So you're going to hear a lot of. Later on, there's some stuff like that. I'm like, I don't even know that. And I grew up Catholic. And I'm like, how would I know that? Um, so it's like you can kind of see where like a pre-existing folklore from um, the native land was like intertwined with Catholic beliefs. So that way. But to make it show, show that native like kind of beliefs are evil kind of thing. Not just that, but it's just like, oh, you can still believe that. But to believe that you also believe ours. Yeah, a lot of the time they sort of blend together. Mm-hmm. But what I find <laughs> disturbing, I mean, okay, like this is not to bash your culture at all, at all. But what? You just shit on my culture all the time, every day. <laughs> every day I wake up and I'm like, don't you. you can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like going to try to do some like little scenario of me being an asshole to you. I'm like, I. Chloe looks at only words I can think of. They make me sad. Every twenty seconds on the twenty second dot, and it's just like, ew, why are you that shade? (laughs) (laughs) Ew, why do you always say white instead of white? I do not say white. Yes, you You just did. Every time you say a wh word, you pronounce the h, and it's just like a part of how you talk. No, I don't. Do I? Yes, we had this conversation before. White. No, now you're self-conscious. Anyway, what she I was going it, what I was gonna say, I heard it. Kinda, yeah. Oh, whatever. What I was going to say is I don't want to bash on the culture. Just want to point out the sexism here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like it just hurts my heart that so many of these legends you're coming to us with, even though they're really cool, are like probably based on, you know, real women who went through a lot of shit i you know and it just became like vilified in lore i know that there's lots of like it's vilified but in reality so many women that i know and grew up with who are like hell yeah la llorona and la chuza do what you gotta do sell that soul okay that's cool that's cool (laughs) i love it it's like (laughs) f 
F the patriarchy in this situation. Okay. okay. So she comes back as a bird, but not just any bird, a giant bird that actually is Lechuza because one of the powers she got when she sold her soul was the ability to shapeshift. Fucking cool. So it said that when she, um, when she, there's multiple variations of every story because there's such a big area of land, but I'm, I'm like, trying to tell you the side parts but also the part that i i mostly know but one of the main one of the side ones is that during the day when she's not a giant witchy bird <laughs> sorry no chloe's right to laugh it is funny i mean it's funny um it's, it's like i know it's my funny. linkedin page <laughs> i like this one it's a, it's like a it's like a lighter one it is lighter okay so during the day, when she's not a giant witchy bird, um, supposedly in one variation, she turns back into a regular like old crone witch and she like lives on the outskirt of town. And some say that the bird she turns into is actually a giant bird with a, a human woman's face. Yeah. But the one that I grew up knowing, it says that she is stays 100 percent of the time a seven foot tall bird with a 15 foot wingspan like so big think like what do you like that's the size of a house (laughs) so big like the wingspan of birds alone are just so huge but like seven foot tall as well it's just absolutely insane so um she's like an owl because lechuza directly correlates to the word owl and it's specifically mexican barn owls which can get pretty big how big do they actually get I don't know. I didn't look that part up. I only know that there was a hoax that said that that they hunted down a bird that was 15 feet wingspan. <laughs> mm. It was a very big bird. But mm. also, those owls are just the size of, like, quote-unquote, normal owls. Owls are pretty big by themselves if you've ever seen them. Mm. So the owl connection, she's nocturnal. Um, she uses the darkness to prey on humans who walk the streets at night. Does this remind you of anyone? La Llorona. Or any creepy figure that's ever been creepy. La Llorona. I was specifically looking for that. Points for Gryffindor. I'm a Ravenclaw. And Whatever. I- it's a bird either way. As long as they have long, sexy wings, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. We're slowly beginning to piece together Jay's sexual preference. <laughs> it's a bird clown. <laughs> it's fur. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was. You gotta have a 15 foot wingspan and clown makeup. <laughs> Hit me up on Tinder if you want a match. Those are the physical aspects. And uh, the closer you are to the devil, the better. Honestly, some ways that she likes to uh, get people because she hunts humans for prey. She likes to pretend that she's a baby. No mood. They are able to mimic voices and often pretend to be a harmless child crying off in the distance. And when a person comes to try to help a chi- help the kid or find the baby, <clears throat> she carries them a- away with her huge talons. The moral of the story is abandon your baby. <laughs> if you hear a baby crying, um, don't save it. Honestly, if you listen to that part of it, there's been a lot of times growing up I've been told over and over again it's like if you, if it's the nighttime and you hear a baby crying don't go and try to help them because a lot of people 
even just regular humans use recorded versions of babies crying to lure women out of their cars, out of their house or alone so that they can insert nefarious things here. And so that's something that I was told a lot growing up. And also when we lived in the dorm rooms, I don't know if you remember this, Chloe, they told us if you hear a baby crying, call the police right away. Don't go and try to help them. I do not remember being told anything about crying babies in the dorm. Oh, well. Who told you that? Uh, it was in one of the orientation things. They were something that they told us to to watch out for. They're like, it is something people use. <laughs> for human sex trafficking. Yeah. Jesus. That's awful. Yeah, it is it's it is awful. But that's unknowingly. The story and the, le- the legend of Lechuza actually helps a lot of people in general. Fucking respect. Unlike Chloe, don't go into the woods following a sound. (laughs) Chloe's the first one to die in a horror movie. But mysterious. I have to investigate. (laughs) Also, some things that she likes, another thing she likes to do, another way to try to get people is um, she'll whistle at you like a human whistle, like trying to get your attention from outside of your house. I'd fall for that. Sounds sexy. Um, she said it's there's two variations to it. One, that she'll whistle until you come out of the house because you think someone's trying to get your attention. Or two, she'll whistle at you. And if you whistle back at her, she'll coming. She'll come to your location. Wait, who whistles back at a person that whistles at them? A lot of people. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a specific type of calling system in um, at least where I grew up that like a lot of gangs have adopted and you like do a specific type of whistle and it just alerts what gang is in the area shit yeah don't you just love my childhood (laughs) oh i i I grew up in green sunny austin where we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff well certain parts of austin do worry about that stuff uh gangs aren't as prevalent as here as in other parts of the state that's true but it's still here i remember in high school someone telling me uh, don't flash your lights at someone because, like, we would have to drive to school before the sun came out. They'd be like, don't flash your lights at someone um, whose headlights aren't on because there's, like, some gang going around and, like, if you flash your headlights at them, they'll shoot you. That is a urban legend. Yeah. It's not true. I Sounded remember that silly. also. They told me that in school, too. They're like, if you see a car that doesn't have its lights on, don't flash at them to turn it on. But... In all actuality, there's never been a recorded case of that actually happening. Really? And, got, and no gang has ever actually used that as their initiation. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about because I remember I remember looking into that myself because I was like, what? Gang members aren't going to kill you unless you get in their way directly. Or if yeah. you're asking for it without or... being rude. Without being rude. Like, because that happens a lot. Like, if you are involved or in doing something you're not supposed to... It could be a lot of wrong place, wrong... Drive-bys. Drive-bys happens, but they're usually directed at different gangs, and it's not about you if you get shot about it. It's not about you, but you still get fucking shot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but no, it's like, if you... Unless you live in a high gang area and you are involved in gang situations, they're not going to just go and shoot up your house unless they think you're involved in gang lifestyles or you're doing something you're not supposed to. So that's why a lot of time people are like scared of gangs, but I'm like, uh, unless you are in that lifestyle, you or really don't you're have sticking to your nose where it doesn't belong. That for sure. also, that also. 
But there, I mean, I'm not going to say that there isn't cases of wrong place, wrong right time or whatever. Wrong place, wrong time type of things where you killed just because you were were in the the location. Yeah, that does happen. I'm not going to denounce that. But most of the time. Gang members don't give a shit about you. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, she whistles. (laughs) She might even whistle or screech outside of your window until you're so irritated that you open your window to yell and then she'll grab you and like pull you out of the out of the house that's interesting that she whistles instead of making an owl noise well i mean it says here that she or screeches yeah but um i think it's because that way you would assume it's a human messing with yeah because owls don't have lips well no they don't Cannot whistle oh so, i hope they don't <laughs> some birds can whistle but some how birds. do they put on the clown makeup <laughs> it's on their have you beaks. ever seen a barnell <laughs> so if she's particularly hungry she has no problems selecting a car filled with people as her next meal and running them off the road by ramming into the side of them Mm. until they're off the road or they fall off the side of a cliff like actual birds how they like pick up animals and drop them off so she just like rams her giant owl body into a car repeatedly until so it that like she can eat gets, everyone in it? gets de- derailed or whatever. Well, that's cool. What would you do <laughs> in that situation? There's not Die. much you can do. <laughs> Get eaten. Yeah. So a uh, super small variation of the legend says that if you try to shoot her, um, you'll end up dead instead of her. Like if you shoot her and you think you got a, sh- uh, a winning a winning shot, like right in her heart or in her head, you'll die instead. Shit. Because she just like. She's got- OP. It's that. It's that. That. That witchy powers, man. Like (laughs) witchy powers. If you sell your soul, you get a guy. She really like haggled for some good shit. I'm just saying she really put out a lot. There's a few omens about her, which kind of reminds me of a banshee. Like because you know how banshees are supposed to be omens of of like death and despair. All I know is that they scream. Okay, well, when I eventually do banshees, a lot more banshees. Banshees are good. Not just the band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So some omens about her is um, if you wake up in the morning and see large scratches on your doors or winch, uh, or windowsills, it means that la, the La Chusa was there and was trying to get into your house and trying to get your attention. So, um, and it also says to prepare yourself accordingly. Like, cause she's what does that mean? Them. How do you prepare yourself co- accordingly? I don't know. Get your affairs together. Put your will together. Tell people you love them. Um, that reminds me of um one urban legendy kind of like creepypasta thing that is like the children with the like black eyes and that kind of stuff that like knock on your door at night. And if you <gasps> I answer, don't know this one. Oh, I'll I'll get to it later. But it's one that's stuck with me. It's like that's particularly cre- creepy because why would you answer to a child? Like, Why wouldn't is, you? This isn't even an adult woman. This is a fucking child. So like, yeah, the idea of children knocking on your door and being like, "What do you need, Johnny?" And then Johnny's like, "Ah, murder." <laughs> so another one is if you dream about her, um, that means someone in your family is gonna die soon. Shit, that's a fun story to tell the kids. Oh well, my family talks about dream correlations like that all the time. Um. There's one that stick like that my family uses pretty often. And it's like if you dream that someone in your dream died, it means someone you know is going to be pregnant. 
What? Married is what I heard. But if you dream someone dies, they're going to get married. If you dream someone's going to get married, someone's going to die. Yeah, and then and my dream, yeah, at least what my mom taught me was, and then what my grandma and you know what we passed down was, if you dream someone dies in your dream, that means someone you know is going to get pregnant. And if you dream someone is pregnant, that means someone they know is going to die. Shit, Stark man. Dream up. dream analysis has been deep in my family. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. There have been instances where people have encountered La Lechuza, but instead of killing them, she merely shows her presence. That's a good sign, right? Just showing her presence? No, not really. Um, Because by seeing her, it often indicates something horrible is to come, like a deadly hurricane or a tornado. There's a lot of, um, like, prophecy or prediction associated with his legends yeah oh yeah i mean it's like a bunch of legends probably condensed down that like was retold over and over again and it all connected to la lechuza i mean the the legends that you've shared so far um pretty much all like all of these figures portend death or something negative usually death yeah but in like i'm noticing this trend of like warnings about future outcomes you know i think that the hispanic culture craves knowing the future mm-hmm. a lot i mean don't the, we all there there are um people in your culture that are seen basically how like voodoo people are um oh yeah they're called uh, um curanderas yeah so and that just means witch doctor basically yeah there's witch doctors in your culture and it's yeah. like commonly believed like i'm not going to say too common i'm not even. i would say it's pretty common but like i went to a curandera growing up my mom and i went to one <laughs> and that it's both looked down upon to do so and also secretly you're, everyone's like trying to do it because it just helps with the future and like trying like good good omens and stuff like that you're just trying to find good in 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 some way like some hope and i think a lot of it is just like trying to figure out like what's going on i think a lot of the human experience is trying to cope with or find workarounds to uncertainty that's why we have things like horoscopes and like other like future telling type of things oh yeah like tarot cards are really big in every culture in some way future future telling has always been and will always be super important and it's just like because the uncertainty of life in general we're just like trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing so I told you like a whole bunch of really, really sad and terrifying things about Lechuza, right? Here's a few things that could help you um, with like, if you're interacting with her or you think that she's near or coming for you in any way. Uh, one of them is hanging a rope with seven knots in it outside of your front door or on your porch. And that shows the creature that you acknowledge that she exists and that you respect her. And that you're going to do everything in your power to leave her alone, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was like, part of me was like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> I love it. I love it's just like any anything that can help you in any way. Why not? I love how superstitious you are. Where this is like one of the things that you're like, maybe I should do it. Just better safe than sorry. About yeah, this. no, I'm 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 not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But I'm a little stitious in every part of my body. Like, there's just, like, a little bit of, like, everything. I'm, like, I don't, like, it's, like, overall, I have a lot of things from my culture that I, like, 
involved in that there's just like over and over and over again been repeated in my mind but there's a lot that i'm like i see and i've seen from other cultures that i'm like oh that's just good that's just good juju all all over (laughs) i'm just gonna just like let me just borrow that juju come here let me put you up (laughs) anything i I just feel like i've always i always felt super unlucky growing up so anything that can help me with that i'm just like all about Uh, so if you see the creature flying at you, an attack. <laughs> if you're gonna be attacked by Lechuza, there's an a thought that you can keep her away or repel her if you have a combination of salt and chili powder and you throw it in her face. So you carry a uh, salt and chili pepper around now. Oh yeah, I um I I she always already did. You yeah. Should... <laughs> have you looked in our snack cabinet? <laughs> salt. She's and Mexican, chili. my friend. <laughs> Salt and chili pepper, I think I carried around the most when I was a kid because I always had Lucas, which is a kind of candy that's made so of good. salt and chili powder. And, you and just sugar. And like empty, empty it into your mouth. So I'm like, so how, good. how good would it have been if I was attacked by her at school? And I would just be like, no, Lucas, to the face. <laughs> I was picturing you with like a pocket holster of tajin. <laughs> it had to be a pocket holster because it just like adds to the baby Sam nerdy vision that I have in my brain. <laughs> that I would carry around a holster. Yeah, like it's mace or something, but it's just tahine and then you it's just like, like shake it violently at her. <laughs> don't come at me. I will chili powder your face. <laughs> Maybe mace now has been, uh, if we just add some salt to mace, it'll be perfect enough to like, it's la lechuza <laughs> repellent. Oh my God. Um... everybody repellent for real though okay so if salt and chili powder isn't something that you carry around with you and you are heavy in the catholic faith guess what i have another thing that can help you tips and tricks by sam (laughs) you can always recite tricks by sam (laughs) sorry you can always recite la magnificante in which is in spanish um la the magnificent which is a, a prayer, a Catholic prayer from the Gospel of St. Luke, where the Virgin Mary is praising the power of God. Uh, so you don't just say this prayer. You also... <laughs> uh, you have to recite it normally, backwards. It's called... So there's a prayer called the Magnificent mm-hmm. that you have to recite backwards, as in you're saying... The sentence, like the last word first, or are you saying every word backwards? Like if I recorded it and played it back. No, 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 you don't. Because that would I don't be think fucking it's the word evil, part. <laughs> and I would be upset to know I, this. I think it's saying the prayer backwards, just the words in in order backwards. I can't even do my ABCs Why? backwards. Hey, look, man, I'm not the one who set up the rules. I'm just re- repeating them. I just wanted to know if you knew. Why. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's always like. That was the last straw. Like, let's say you don't carry chili and salt and you didn't put out your You're a dumbass and you don't just walk around with chili pepper and salt everywhere you go. Let's say you don't carry around that salt and pepper. I'm sorry, salt and chili pepper. And you don't put up the rope of the seven knots that you were supposed to already know. Oh, the magic seven. Um, At that point, you better be a really good Catholic. Otherwise, you're going to die. Cool. But I grew up partially catholic and i don't even know this prayer damn i'm going to die dude so yeah bad catholic not gonna be able to um 
save myself because I don't know the uh, prayer. You're going that- to hell anyway, dude. I mean, I already <laughs> We're all that. going to hell anyway. <laughs> I've seen I mean, you and I've seen what you've done and there's no saving the soul. Honestly, if you listen to my grandma, zzz, <laughs> no, I think just the one. They, they're like, ah. I will pray for your soul. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I mean, I get it. So um, there, I was looking for stories of like most recent people who state that they saw or encountered Le Lechuza. And um, there's a podcast called Mexico Unexplained Online that I've never heard of before. And apparently they, their entire podcast is like really factual stories and information about mexican heritage and legends and folklore and all of those things that sounds really cool yeah it is really cool and i i encourage that if you want a more factual well put together (laughs) non-hysterical version (laughs) of what i just said this whole podcast to go and um listen to them but there was two stories that they said of the many that they did that i like borrowed (laughs) not verbatim but just of of particular ones and so yeah i love how many cool podcasts we've discovered since making our own i know right like that one that's just just about la llorona especially you i feel like you've like found so many really cool ones yeah i just like wouldn't um, have stumbled upon otherwise how do you say it like i feel like i've uh i find my tribe every so often (laughs) my uh, good feeling a little sub a little sidebar on our super sidebar world my family recently found out that we are 47 percent native american and we're currently trying to find out which tribe we're most close to so my mom has this saying sometimes when she's like trying to get out of when she's trying to move people out of her way she's like excuse me excuse me i'm a woman with a mission trying to find my tribe (laughs) <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard <laughs> because if we can get one of the the native tribes of Mexico to um, accept us, um, I mean, that would just mean so much to my family because we all knew that we were heavily Native American, but now we'll have a tribe, which would mean a lot to us. So, That's yeah, cool. I know. Right. It makes me happy. It's a little it's a little sidebar. So if anybody wants to help me find my tribe, we're from the Durango area. <laughs> Wait, so you don't know like what kind of Native American? No, I don't know what kind of Native American. All I know is that it's a um Mexican nation. We just don't know which one. Cuz there's lots and lots and lots of um Hispanic tribes from the Tejano region and Mexican region. So, okay. Sorry about that sidebar. Let's bring it right back. No, you're all good. Um, so, yeah, two stories that I got from Mexico Unexplained. Uh, one of them is the most recent one that we have on file. It's from the 21st century. So that's um, 19. That's in the 2000s. Near the town of El Tigre in Chihuahua, a man was driving on a dirt road outside of town and a giant bird started swooping down um alongside his truck and like scaring him to like get off the road and it hit the truck's windshield and like bounced off like nothing and then landed in front of the vehicle and 
the the guy who was driving like tried to rev the engine to get away and run away but he couldn't he couldn't do it he instead of trying to get away he since the creature was like right in front of him he like gunned the car and ran over this this animal he like he gunned the vehicle and ran over this uh giant bird and he thought that it was dead but in the rearview mirror of the of the truck the man saw that it was La Lechuza, rose up and turned and looked at them because there's two men in the truck. I didn't I don't know if I said that. And the man who was driving who saw La Lechuza on the in the rearview mirror, like screamed and then had a heart attack and died. <gasps> what? Wait. Jay's confused. I mean, no, I get what happened, but like he just had a heart attack and died because he saw this bird. That's what they said. And the guy who was in the in the um in the car with him was the one who was telling the story. And it kind of reminds me of remember it said that if you tried to shoot it, you die instead. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried to run her over. Oh. So he died instead. And you got to remember it's not like a guy saw a bird. This is a fucking enormous monster Godzilla creature. Or I guess not like that big. But, not you know, that it's, big, it's but weird. It's, it's like a seven foot bird tall. person. With a human Lady. face. <laughs> I would have a heart attack too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he dies behind the wheel and the other guy, like nothing, like he just lives to tell the tale. But I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to leave whoa. behind a witness to show off how badass you are. That's what they say. Uh, kill a nation, leave a witness. Ugh, what? Oh, you've never heard that saying? What the fuck? It's, it's supposed to be like... um a war it's a war saying um my dad told me about it he's like like if you're gonna if you're at war kill the whole tribe but leave a i don't want to fucking have advice about what to do in war i'm never gonna be like an army general <laughs> or like the that's messed up i mean it's that's not just because you're not actually using it say. for well just because you're not actually using it for war you can use the I find that fucked up. It's it's a fucked up saying. I agree. It is a fucked up saying, but it's efficient and you can use it for other things. Fucked up, but efficient and possibly useful. Sounds like most of the stuff your dad tells you. Hey, man, I've used a (laughs) lot of it. I mean, a gun with no ammo is a paperweight, so. That's fucking true. It is true. That's a pretty good metaphor. Um, And another one of my dadisms. But things my dad told me growing up. That a lot of people have been like, what the fuck? I'm like, you'd be surprised how often I use that in my in the back of my mind. That's why I'm a ruthless, ruthless person. Mm. <laughs> Giggles. Pretends to be joking. <laughs> I am not a ruthless person. Where's I- Ruth? Show me. Prove it. She's in my pocket, okay? <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> oh, here's here's a dumb little uh, scary story rhyme that my mom taught me. Oh, please tell me. As a child. I can't remember how it starts, but it's John and Ruth going for a drive. <laughs> and then it ends with uh, John hit a bump, Ruth hit a tree, and John kept going ruthlessly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Like, I don't know what the story is supposed to like. I, I can't remember. Can't it's remember like one or two it. lines. It just like two people driving. He hits a bump. She hits a tree. <laughs> 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 Ruthlessly. 
He's without Ruth, therefore ruthless. <laughs> so, such a dumb joke. It's kind of it. funny. <laughs> it <but> is. <laughs> usually, usually like kids quote unquote stories or stories like that usually have some form of like oh yeah she used to say uh it wasn't the cough that carried her off it was the coffin they carried her off in Ah! like it doesn't really tell you anything it's just dumb (laughs) it's kind of like puns they're like puns but like macabre puns but i usually thought that little sayings like that usually have like a um moral or a moral teaching or like kind. a teaching i didn't yeah. know that they could just be for funsies she had a record when she was a kid um with a lot of like gross and weird stories and songs and things and she's like i think i remember almost all of them and for a while she knew them it was her gross of gross as in like 144 gross little stories and jingles from this record that she had as a kid that's really cool yeah well my mom's like one of the smartest people on the planet so she just like remembers shit yeah Uh, you're not biased at all she remembered 144 i don't care what it is like that's a lot of things to hold in your mind for like years and even now she's like 57 sorry to out you mom uh but i feel like (laughs) if you listen to something on like a record that has music accompanied to it over and over again you're gonna remember it yeah it's like we can remember lyrics to songs that we don't even remember. We know the lyrics to, and then the song starts playing, and we're like, "Ah, oh, I know every single one of those mm-hmm, words." Mm-hmm. It's because our brain just likes to hoard information that it doesn't need and forgets things that we need all the time. <laughs> oh, um, are you guys ready for the second sighting that I I, I borrowed from Mexico unexplained? Yes. Did In you the just United- get overwhelmed with Jay's cuteness? Yes, it was just so cute. <laughs> oh. This one's in the United States. (gasps) In the town of Santa Rosa, Texas, near the border of Mexico, there was a lot of people who who had a sighting of La Lechuza in 1977. Hmm. There was a bird that was spotted in a tree that flew in front of the door of a woman, scratching the door, like wanting to get in, like birds, you know, they Mm. come into the, they, they like, Caw, caw, and they put like got their wings all and then they're like scon scratching with their feet do birds do that to you often yes all the time my eyeballs have been plucked out multiple times i once had a I bird appreciate the sass <laughs> dive bomb into like my windshield and kill itself so that's traumatic that, that happened uh at my house we had a window where like some dumbass bird ran into it over and over again like for a while and then eventually it died well birds can be suicidal so you had a suicidal bird and you had a dumb bird or vice versa or i had i had something happen to me like that it was the sliding glass door of my apartment and when the bird hit the sliding glass door it hit it so hard one time hit the ground dead and in the window of the sliding glass door, you could see the, like, dust from where its feathers Ooh. were when it hit the window, like, full oh force. My God. And I was just like, that's a grim Windex commercial. It is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like, traumatic. And you know that um, I see signs and everything. I'm always trying to f- find out the deeper meaning for everything. I was just like, what does this mean? What's going to happen? Where is this? What is, what is this omen for? And I just sat and really, like was touched by this bird death for a while and i like it was like a week of me just like what does it mean did anyone get pregnant 
No one got pregnant. Did any but birds get pregnant? My dog did die. Hmm. I know. Sorry. Sucks. Either that or I was searching for a connection so bad that it just happened. That you just willed your dog to die? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's no. such a messed up thing to joke. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot can be manifested if you look for it too much. Okay. So, giant lechuza trying to get into this woman's house. Um, so the neighborhood dogs all gathered around this woman's house where this where the bird was doing this. And we're barking and barking and barking. And then the le- the la lechuza, which is funny because yeah, I'm saying just the, the twice. La chuza. The, well, la is the also. I thought you were saying it's la lechuza. It is la lechuza. So it shouldn't saying, be the la. <laughs> yeah, I don't need yeah. to put it. I don't need to do it, but it's like so, I so yeah. badly want to. <laughs> okay. The lechuza flew away, running away from the dogs. And blah, blah, blah. La Lechuza flew away and then the dogs ran after this giant bird and as far as they could. And then she flew up like really, really high. And then the next morning, all of the neighborhood dogs died. And several people saw this massive bird and they have no reason why they can figure out why all of the dogs in one neighborhood where this door was all clawed up died. So everyone just let their dogs out to do whatever the fuck their dogs wanted to do, and then all their dogs died? Okay, so... Okay, in 1977, near the border of Mexico, do you think that people treated their little dogs like they were actual members of their family the way that people do now? No. They lived outside most of the time, in most places in the world, other than, like, you know, the Western culture that we're in. Yeah. you know, yeah, but you live your dog outside Fair. in the yard most of the time. Not just that, uh, not just that, but like it said that the neighborhood dogs uh, chased her. But then there's also dogs that couldn't chase her, and the dogs that could couldn't chase her were found dead. Mm. Oh, by, you, by by what? did you say like how? What was the cause of death for these dogs? They can't explain it. No, they didn't seem to be injured, or did it? Did it specify? It wasn't. Like in, that? They weren't injured or I'm anything so like that. So they just died. Did you find? And then this they didn't do little doggy autopsies to find out. <laughs> did Did you find this from like a, like a real source or like a like a urban legend type of source? <clears throat> Again, I found it from Mexico Unexplained, uh, a podcast Sass. online. Oh, oh, it's a, it's from it was part of the podcast. Okay, and yeah. they Jeez, did the research, and I'm picking back off of all of their hard work. Yeah, and just hope that their um, information's accurate. <laughs> I mean, one they're obviously it, it urban like legends, be, yeah. but they have some truth to them. Mm-hmm. That second one, it was very like, mm, that sounds like a lot. She said, she said. But that was also in 1977 when things were unexplained and people didn't really put in a lot of effort into finding things out. What? You don't think anyone was curious in 1977? I think absolutely not. I think the people who were curious were always pushed off and like nobody paid attention to them. And I don't know if they're still around to this day putting things on the Internet. But yeah, that is all of my stories that I have about Lechuza. Um, Those are all of the things I wanted to bring up and like read about and tell you guys about. But like. It, it's so reoccurring that I'm just like so in love with my culture and I'm so in yeah. love with the Hispanic culture and the Texas culture. And 
it's just one of the things that I just I don't think I'll ever get tired of telling stories to new people about things that <laughs> I've known my whole life. I'm like, oh, like this thing. And then people are like, look at me with these blank faces. And I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> I love it. You're not aware of the fear that needs to be in your heart at all times. You're telling <laughs> me that you've never had the icy cold grip of death on your shoulders as a young child. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. um Believing in ur- urban legends and that kind of stuff is the icy is the same as the icy cold grip of death on your shoulders. I a a a look here. She didn't say it was the same. I didn't say it was the same. I said like, did you have that fear? That's the first thing Sam noticed about me is that I didn't have that, and she was like, "Why are you smiling? I'm afraid." Sam is <laughs> Sam is the embodiment of fear, and if you're not scared enough, she'll take you. Oh God, it's not. I'm true, becoming but my you own would be urban legend. A great urban legend. I love hearing these stories because, like, even though we're both from Texas, I don't know this stuff, and I, would I didn't know that one either. Yeah, I would never have heard any of these things unless you shared it, and yeah. I just like sharing my culture and like <laughs> all of the things my family used to traumatize me as a child. I just want to spread the traumatization. I just Aww. want you to be a little traumatized more than usual. And I want you <laughs> to be a traumatized a little more than usual. I don't think you can traumatize me. Whatever, man. Really? I just love that one of the things that is so important to me is sharing my trauma and sharing Shut up. <laughs> no just sharing things that have horrified me and scared me to my very core as a child and also as a young adult and even last week things that could, like things that scare me so much that I think about it after the fact I'm like ah let me just save that put that in the in the share bin and then I'm like okay I need to share this with as many people as possible because I think it's important because sharing is caring. (laughs) And also it's just how I deal with things. And also I think it's just important that as a culture, we continue sharing our stories and sharing our legends and everything that comes up and comes and goes, goes with like, it's like, who knows if the story of La Lechuza is going to keep going at like, you never heard about it and you never heard about it. And we're all from Texas what if it's just a story that's starting to die away and that would just make me so sad because that's something that I grew up with and I'm like, oh, that's something that scared me so deeply. And now because <laughs> everyone else must live in the same fear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if if anything in this life that I can do is pa- only just pass along scary stories or word of mouth things and like write it down in some way, then you know what? That's fine with me because researching it it wasn't as prevalent as la llorona la llorona there was so much that i could just copy and pull over and reword but la lechuza there was so little that i was just really like what wait did did this like do i do i am i remembering this correctly or where is this from yeah i promised to get a cryptoid tattoo of la lechuza for you baby don't I won't. Don't. <laughs> that would be like manifesting her. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get my rope now. Seven seven knots. Put it in the, by the front door. the The apartment complex that we live in are gonna be like, "Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> are you crazy?" <laughs> be like, "Let me be in my weirdness." I just am. This is so random, but I just imagined like 
scary movie version of this story and the three of us are like teenage kids because that's always what it is running away and we try to seek refuge hole up somewhere it ends up being like a gymnasium and they have the rope to climb (gasps) it's got seven knots in it and you're like yeah i'm safe so we're like we just stay in the gym so that the (laughs) evil bird doesn't get us make that movie love it and also because it's high school you're of course you're gonna see like a gym bag that's been left behind by some neglectful um, person and inside is like a thing of Lucas and we're like (gasps) maybe we can blind her with this and then we do it and it's the one thing that could save us you pour like a circle of salt but it's just Lucas (laughs) (laughs) yes I love it I love anything like that especially like I watched Supernatural a lot growing up and it's not it wasn't very often at all that you saw Hispanic um versions of like legends on there but you could see like a lot of asian and a lot of american and native american and like american version of native american Uh, but like you didn't see a lot of mexican native native and indigenous stories so i was like oh man that's just the one thing i wish that they would do more of and now we have this podcast and i can control the content (laughs) because like the stories, the legend. That's what makes like, the culture. Exactly. That stuff is a huge part of a culture. And if you love that culture the way that you do and you want it to survive and you want other people to get to experience this thing that's been so meaningful to you, you want the stories to live on. Seeing as, you know, white settlers like obliterated the Native American population and still to this day, they Try have to silence their voices. so little participation in yeah. mainstream American culture. You know, it's so whitewashed and like we know nothing like most white Americans. I would say probably most Americans know next to nothing about Native American culture. And I would love to get to learn much, much more about it. So share as far as I'm concerned. That can be like one of the only things you talk about. And I'll still be happy because I feel like it's important to know. Yeah, you're going to get me all choked up over here. I'm going to stop. I love you, Sam. I love you, too, Sam. <laughs> Do you love us, Jay? Maybe. Find out next time. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I, I think, think that about covers it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that is about as much as I'm, I'm going to have. Uh, that's about as much as I'm able to share and say about La Truza. Anything you guys want to add? Nah. So if you're all are ready, let's wrap things up. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Our time. What has you come. wanted to add was let's wrap it up. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because Jay's been our Jay's voice of let's wrap it up has been like we do have sort of a, a system with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's developed. Yeah. Like, and then y'all say bye in a normal way, and then I say it in a dumb way. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's the consistency that our audience comes back to every single time. Oh yeah. Without this structure, they're definitely here for the con for the <laughs> the consistency for the consistency. They want a pristine. Polished. polished. This is NPR, baby. Polished product. Have fun editing that. We won't. We won't. You'll just have like ear grating pop noises. With that being said, we love you guys very much, creepsters. Say bye, guys. Bye, bye guys. <laughs> bye bye. Squawk. <gasps> Bird squawk. Because we're owl people. Oh, God, I need to put out the rope. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.